Network Marketing Nation, Episode 13. But creating an income of six figures or seven figures, that's an extraordinary result for doing simple activities consistently. You're listening to Network Marketing Nation, where six and seven figure top earners share their stories. My name is Vince Reed, internet marketing trainer and coach, and prepare to be inspired. Before we start our live interview, here's a quick word from our sponsors. If you want to use the internet to generate traffic and leads for your network marketing business, visit MyInternetTrafficSystem.com and get the very best lead generation training for top earners. Want to generate your own leads but building quality capture pages have been too difficult or expensive? Mits Pages is the solution you have been looking for. Visit MitsPages.com, that's M-I-T-S Pages.com and create quality lead capture pages for free. All right, I'm extremely excited. I'm here on the line with Kathleen Degelman. Kathleen found network marketing in 2006 after spending 25 years in corporate America. In just two years, she reached the seven-figure rank in both companies she joined, creating a network of over 70,000 distributors in 50 countries. Today, Kathleen is a popular social media marketer and blogger, and today she's here on Network Marketing Nation to share her six- and seven-figure success story with you. Kathleen, what's going on? Are you ready to rock and roll? I am. Great to be here with you, Vince, and thank you so much. I appreciate the invitation. Awesome, awesome. Now, I probably should have asked you, do you like Kathleen or Kathy? Is there a preference? Uh, Kathleen, and apparently my mom says that I I stated that my whole life. (laughs) Awesome. So, you know, you have an amazing story, and uh, is there anything that you want to, you know, maybe fill in the blanks, maybe something that I left out? Uh, Well, you mentioned the 25 years in corporate America. I mean, I was like most people. I didn't know that I was looking for for network marketing. I was just about to buy a franchise uh, when I was introduced to network marketing in 2006. And I'm just so glad that I didn't because... I think in our business model, we get to do the the fun part, which is the the sharing and the talking, and the company does what is typically the the hard stuff for business owners. So really glad I didn't go down that route. I mean, I had a great experience as an employee, worked for some great companies like IBM and Levi Strauss, but in my early 40s, just realized that I was was I just couldn't imagine that I was going to spend another 20 years doing that, and so really glad that this showed up when it did. That's awesome. And, and what an awesome story. You know, you know, one of the things that we love about doing these interviews is that we get a chance to connect with, you know, some of the top money earners. And we were looking at a couple of the different polls and things out there. And you were ranked in the top 100, um, you know, and not just your in your company, but in the entire industry, right, in network marketing. So, um, you know, I wanted to ask you this question and, and you know, get your, your, your feedback on really telling the listeners how that actually feels. I mean, you've, you've earned, you know, seven figures in this industry. You've done it a couple of times. Now it's a regular thing. How does that actually feel to have reached your goal? Well, I don't know if it ever really becomes just a regular thing. <laughs> but I, I mean, first off, it feels great. I mean, it's wonderful to um, – achieve your own financial independence it's it's a it's a great feeling um but it's also just really wonderful to just not worry about money when i was younger you know i definitely did my share of that um but i have to say that i think one of the best things after you you know figure out your own finances is it feels really great to inspire so many other people to take charge of their financial situations and this is i mean i've invested in a lot of things over the years this is the best 
business model, best use of my time and, and efforts that I've seen. And, you know, it makes me think about what Jim Rohn said that he became so famous for. It's, you know, what you do in your part time that creates your wealth. And that's absolutely what we have the opportunity to share with people. Um, for most of us, what we do in our full time pays the bills and, and sometimes not quite enough of those. Um, but for me to make the money that I have, I, I know it's absolutely a reflection of the number of people that I've helped. So that feels great. But I love it when people come up to me and say how much their lives have changed, you know, all the areas of their lives, not just their finances, but their health, their relationships. And at the end of the day, I think one of the best things that we offer to people is that, you know, we get to be a part of a great community together and you know, one of my favorite things is it's just so fun to hear all the successes of, of my teammates, too. When they achieve a new rank or earn a bonus or win a trip, I, I think I'm as as excited as they are. That's awesome. You know, that's one of the things that I can say is definitely in common with, you know, every top earner that I, that I speak with is that they actually get more excited based off of the success of their team and others. I mean, you can almost hear their voice elevate when they when they think about the success of others. So, that, so that's awesome. So that brings me to the next question. You know, here, here's a question that I think a lot of people getting started ask of themselves. And I'm going to ask that of you. Why, why should a person join you and your team? You know, is there something that you do that, you know, separates you from, from other distributors or, or reps out there? Well, it's interesting because when you think about it, most of us, how we get started in this business, it, it's for most of us, it's kind of random. It's because a friend calls, you know, and that that's great. But there's so the longer you're in this, the more you realize that there there really is some due due diligence to do. Mm-hmm. And most most of us do very little when we first make this decision. And I definitely did that with the first company, but I I got lucky in terms of that first company. But the second company, I definitely researched it thoroughly. So first thing is, you know, you want to make sure you're partnering with a great company. And then the team becomes very, very important. And who you who you partner with, who's going to support you, you know, the leader, is it is it somebody that you resonate with? Because I think a lot of times people, you know, make a decision and then they find out that they really don't like the style or it's 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 not the um you know the integrity that they're looking for and and i mean that's definitely one thing that i can say about my team is we're definitely building a community that's you know rich with integrity kindness fun i mean those are probably the three adjectives that would come to mind first and i'm you know i'm just really proud of the, of the leaders that i get to work with we we've, we've built an amazing community and i think you know like i said earlier i think that's a big part of what what draws people in and at the end of the day i think it's why a lot of people you know, stay. Um, I've spent the last three years fine-tuning a system that that's really working and and duplicating for my team. I didn't have a system when I started. I didn't have an upline that was going to create that for me, so I had to go out and do it. And for a brand new person, if you can partner with somebody that's already done the work and already been, you know, tremendously successful, you're going to just go that much faster. And it and it's so much easier to do this as a brand new person when you have a system that you can can plug into and you can follow a system. I think that myself and my team, we've created a system that fully embraces the all the technology and you know all the different ways that we could build this using social media that's available now. And I, and I don't really think in our industry that, you know, I think there's a lot of leaders that 
still have not not done that. I mean, or or it's somewhat piecemeal. I think that you know we're we're definitely ahead of the curve on that. Um, when you can point to the tools that the team has already created, when you can become a professional point professional pointer, I mean that's definitely worth its weight in gold in this business because the reality is most people coming into this don't know what to do first or next. So you know when you put it all together, the community, the leadership, and the system. I think all three of those things definitely become critically important to a person's success. So I would encourage people to just really choose wisely. Awesome, awesome. So you know, you, you know, for you, you're using technology. You're using a lot of you know the traditional strategies, and you know, I think that's one of the things that that absolutely makes you you know who you are a, a great um, leader. So you know, what what would you say is a piece of advice um, that you would have given yourself when you got started? You know, now that you've been in the industry for, for some time now, is there anything that you wish you could have told yourself, you know, the day one when you first said, yes, I want to, you know, try this network marketing thing? Well, I was definitely somebody that said yes right away. But if I could look back at that person nine years ago, um, I would say laugh more, you know, bring your own personality into it more, be lighter with the the presentations because at the end of the day, people love to laugh with you. They love to know your personal story. Um, I would say take more risks, you know, don't worry about what quote they say. And it's, it's the risks that we take uh, that make all the difference. Another thing I would say to myself nine years ago is get really good at telling your story and get really good at telling other people's stories too. Um, say less facts because at the end of the day, it's the stories, it's the personal experiences that, that move people. Um, you know, again, just be more personal. Jump at the opportunity to get on stage and, and tell your story sooner. I mean, it's it's easy to sit back in, in the audience and think, oh, someday I might do that. You know what? Make someday today. Um, I would also say do the mindset work sooner for me. You know, figure out what your blocks are around money and wealth and, and work with a coach if, if need be to get past it. Because at the end of the day, what's holding us back is us. We're the only ones. So I think I have become a, a, a very good manifester and it certainly has taken a lot of reading and working with great mentors and a consistent spiritual practice, you know, being at a part of masterminds, going to events, you know, to, to create the mastermind that you really need to do, to, to do well in this business. I mean, it, it, it takes some work. We're not born that way. So um, it was exciting for me when I realized that I was the only one that controlled the limits and it was even more exciting to, to bust through them. Awesome. Awesome. I love that. I love that. So let's change gears a little bit. One of my favorite questions um, that I love to ask, um, you know, top earners like yourself is how did that first person actually sponsor and recruit you onto their team? Like what happened? What were you doing? You know, were you an easy sell? Explain um, us that process. My, my story, that was really easy. <laughs> I was uh, part of a mastermind team, a real estate mastermind team, and a friend of mine came on the call. She was all excited. She was talking a mile a minute about the acai berry and how much people were making. And, you know, she, she maybe talked about it for two minutes. She didn't know anything about the business model at that point, and neither did I, but I was just in the perfect place. I was looking for an opportunity. Uh, you know, I, like I said, I was about to buy a franchise. 
So, you know, after two minutes, I just said, based on that, I, I want to do this with you. We'll go figure out the how and maybe even the if this is a good idea later. But, you know, we hung up from that mastermind call. I called her back right afterwards, signed up right there, and I became a seven-figure income earner in her business in under two years. So I was, I'm living proof that someone can say yes very quickly and become a huge business builder for you. You know, there's lots of no's along the way, but that's one of the things I love about this business is you never know when you're going to meet that person that can just change everything. Um, I was somebody who was brand new to this nine years ago, but I had been, you know, in the professional corporate world for, for many years. And I had a, a, a network of people that I had worked with over the years. And I was just, I was just ready for it. So I said yes right away. All right. That leads me to actually another question that I have for you, because, you know, you've had a lot of success um, in this industry. And what a lot of people don't realize is that to get to where you are, you have to actually face a lot of rejection. So is there any story of rejection that stands out in your mind? Maybe that one time you, you, you shared your business with someone and they, uh, you know, didn't make you feel too good at the end of that day. And you almost thought about quitting or it just kind of, um, you know, stays in your mind that one time where you're like, maybe this isn't the thing for me. Yeah, well, there definitely is plenty of rejection and you just have to learn how to not take it personally. It's not about you. It's more about them and, and their, where they are. And, and you know, I don't even mean that with judgment. It's just, you know, it's not for everybody. But my family was really tough in the beginning. And several family members really tried to talk me out of it for a good couple of years. Even when I was making, you know, a million a year and driving a fancy car and going to wonderful places like Bora Bora, my mom sat me down one day and she had every question, every objection you can imagine. She pulled out all the stops and we probably talked for two hours and she just, she really wanted to change my mind. She wanted me to do something else. And I just kept handling all of her, her objections. I stayed cool. And at the end of it, I just said, okay, mom, we're done now. <laughs> and I wish I had recorded this because this would have been a great tool. I could have put this video up on how to handle objections with your family. You know, she has a much better sense about it now. But in the beginning, it was it was tough. It was just something that we just couldn't talk about. And I, I never got into a fight with them. I didn't, you know, I didn't make Thanksgiving dinner uncomfortable. You know, I just recognized pretty early on, you know, they didn't understand it. It wasn't about me. I was really clear. I was on my path. I don't I don't think anything ever really happened where I thought, you know, this is going to make me quit. Um, I don't think I ever thought that. I mean, I just I just got this right away, and I saw it as the vehicle that I didn't even know I'd been looking for. So I'm I'm really grateful. And maybe I look back and I think some of those um, challenges up front, you know, when those kind of things happen, you definitely have more empathy down the road because those those things are going to happen to the people that you bring into the business. So it's it's good to you know figure okay, this is one of those things that I just need to learn how to deal with. Absolutely, I mean it, those are those are things that definitely make you stronger. You know what I mean? And uh, you know you can't teach other people how to face rejection if you haven't gone through it. So I think that's awesome. So. Let's change the mood a little bit and get into some of the more positive things a little bit. Um, so what's your best story of success for yourself and maybe someone on your team? 
Um, well, let's see. My personal best story of success is, you know, with that first company, before I knew anything about anything, I set a goal in that first week that I wanted to reach the seven-figure income earner rank by my two-year anniversary. And um, fast forward two years less a week, I, I did it. I mean, I had one week to spare. So that was that felt like a huge accomplishment. And then with my second company, I set the same rank to, to reach set the same goal to reach that rank within two years. And I did it in two years, four months. So, um, you know, those were my, the two probably biggest successes personally that I look back and within the last nine years, but you know, I'm, I'm proud that I've reached those two levels and two companies, but I think I had to prove it to myself that I could do it the second time around. Mm -hmm. You know, there are a lot of people that say interesting things when you do this the first time, like you, you were lucky, you were in the right place at the right time, you know, you must have had a big network. But when you do it twice, they really can't say those things anymore. So I've noticed one thing is that, um, you know, that saying the the harder I work, the luckier I, I can get. Um, I definitely think that's true. But my best team uh, success story would have to do with watching my friend uh, Becky Hurley catapult to one of the high ranks because of a video that she put out on the internet at Christmas. Um, a little demo video, it went viral, over 10 million people um, have probably seen that video and it was just something that she threw together in her bathroom, really didn't give it that much thought. I don't know that a, a product video in network marketing has ever gone viral like that before and it's just been truly amazing and wonderful to watch Becky's life change and thousands of other people too because of that one you know little thing that she did that day and it's 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 one of the things that I really love about this industry from one day to the next you don't know you know what's going to happen it could be one thing one one product one video one person you know one new way of doing something a, a new later new leader in your business and any one of those things can radically change your business overnight and i find that really exciting there's definitely nothing static about this business that's awesome. Those are awesome stories. And again, um, you know, you can tell you get so excited sharing the success of others. And that's one of the common characteristics that I've seen from so many top earners. They just um, light up when they when they share the stories of others. And I think that if people keep that in mind, um, they can definitely do amazing things. So, you know, tell me what you would tell a person getting started in network marketing. So that person that just joined, you know, their auto ship or their products, you know, just reached their, their front door. Um, is there any basic steps or tips that you would give that individual? Yeah, sure. People often ask, you know, what do I owe my success to? And, and typically what I say is I'm really good at being consistent and tracking what I need to do. So I would say that to a brand new person, get a big vision get a big vision and then figure out the time you're going to give this and then do that every week. And I think a lot of times why people don't succeed in this is they put their toe in the water and they don't give it nearly enough time. I think sometimes people come into this with unrealistic expectations. So it's our job to set, you know, realistic expectations. This is not a 
get rich quick. This is not an overnight, but you definitely can create, you know, extraordinary uh, income. You can you can create wealth. You can create an extraordinary lifestyle, but you're going to have to give it time and, you know, the energy and the work to do that. Um, that saying, uh, consistent action over time creates extraordinary results. I love that saying. It's something that I think about often. And in our business, the the consistent actions they're simple actions i'm not saying they're easy but they're simple but creating an income of six figures or seven figures that's an extraordinary result for doing simple activities consistently what would be, what, sorry to cut you off but what would be a simple action that a person listening could do that, that could help them you know reach that goal knowing who they're going to call, making that list, um, every day reaching out to five to ten new people. If you do that every day for three months, you are going to have a network to work with. The problem is people come in and out of it. You know, They do it consistently for a few days and then they slack off and they come back in for two weeks. The hardest way to build this business is to be inconsistent. And if you do that, you're going to have a slow and sometimes painful process. Um, this business loves speed. And so if you can create some traction in the beginning or maybe you've been doing it for a while and you just need to create you know, some more momentum right now, you've got to create those bursts of energy. To, to really get something going. And, you know, if you think about it, if you look at, at Eric Worre, it's the consistency of his videos that put him where he is today. If you look at um, our friend Ray Higdon, it's the consistency of his bloggings. And, and you, Vince, I mean, if you look at what you consistently do to provide value and teach people how to generate traffic, it, you, you don't come in and out of this. You show up. You, you do the work. It's the same thing with network marketing. Absolutely. Awesome. So, you know, on the other side, you have the person that's been in the industry for a while. You know, they've been in numerous companies. Uh, maybe they've made, you know, you know, a thousand dollars, two thousand dollars here and there. And, you know, they're contemplating quitting, they're questioning the industry. Is there anything that you can tell that individual to help them kind of get on track and, and move forward? Yeah, I mean, the first thing would be, you know, leave the stuff that's not serving you from the other company behind. Make sure you check your ego at the door because this isn't about us. Um, and again, it's just you just get in there and do the work and be consistent with it. You know, your successes before will only get you going. It'll only get you so far. And then you have to prove it again with this new company. And your your team's not going to stick around if you act like, you know, this is because of you or, you know, you think you're all of that. I think a lot of times if someone has had, you know, good to great success before, it's almost like we forget, you know, what it took to get us there in the first place. And when I joined my second company three years ago. It was myself and, and six other leaders all joined at the same time. And, you know, fast forward almost three years later, there's there's two of us still standing out of seven. And, you know, what was the difference? And I think the difference was I had a huge vision and a, a belief that I could do the work and I, I did the work and it did work and it wasn't easy. It was hard. I mean, this, this is, it is not easy to, to start over. I think sometimes people glamorize it 
you know, and it, it's not, it's hard. It, it takes work, but just because you've been successful before, you know, it doesn't mean that the second or third time around will be easy. You, you've still got to go in and, you know, show up like what we were talking about. And I, th I think why a lot of network marketers struggle is the grass is greener syndrome or the, the shiny penny, you know, mm. a, a mentor told me years ago, the people who build over a 10-year period with one company typically are the ones that make the most money. And I think, you know, it, it's hard for us to, to stay put. But if you're, if you're with a good company, if, you're, if you've got some good partnerships going, you know, the more people just put their head down and, and do the work and focus and put blinders on, you know, the more successful they're going to be. I think what happens, though, a lot of times it's like, oh, this looks better over here. And and maybe there are some reasons to go. I'm not saying that, you know, I mean, I, I left my first company. I went to a second company. You know, at times that is absolutely the right thing to do. But I think there's a lot of people who do it much too often in this industry. So true, so true. Very powerful stuff. Awesome. I know you guys are going to enjoy rewinding and listening to this again. So that leads us to our time is money round. So I'm going to ask you a few questions and uh, you have to do your best to answer them in 60 seconds or less. So are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So what is your number one marketing tip for new network marketers? Uh, get to every company event you can. Don't miss them. Get connected with your upline leader. Find out who is the top-ranking person in your line and get to know that person. Use the system. Become a professional pointer to the tools and absolutely become a student of this profession. Read books like GoPro and Beach Money and your first year in network marketing. Awesome, awesome. So who do you look up to as a, as a mentor or entrepreneur? Oh, there's so many people. Um, Ray and Jessica Higdon, Wendy Lewis, Teresa Gregory, Lisa Grossman, Vince Reed, Tony Robbins, um, Eric Warre, my good friend Kelly Bangert, uh, Marie Forleo, Sandy Krakowski. You know, those are those are all great men mentors. Those are all people that I learn from on a regular basis. Awesome, awesome. I love all all of those individuals as well. Uh, so here's the tough one. I always leave this one to the end because, you know, most of us when we get started, you know, we, we, we want to talk to our friends and family about our business. So is there any approach that you have that you that someone listening could could approach their friends and family with about their business? Sure. That one's easy. That one's easy. And our friend uh, Lisa Grossman taught me this. Hi, Vince. This is Kathleen. I just started a new business and I'm really excited. I would really love your support in just trying the products. I won't bother you about it except to try the products and to be one of my testimonials to help me get started. And if down the road you're interested in the business model, then we can talk about that. But can I count on you to be a customer of my products? I know you're going to love them. Awesome. And, and, uh, don't you just love Lisa, by the way? We should just give her a quick shout out. <laughs> I do. She's awesome. That is awesome. And that is something that everyone can do. And that's why that works so well. So that's amazing. So, you know, Kathleen, you've known me for a few years now. And it's just not like me to do anything without being able to provide value to you. So do you have any questions for me that I can help you with? 
Sure. I mean, I definitely gave this some thought, Vince. I mean, I've been building an online presence the last several years, and I and I have a good following. I mean, I feel good about what's happening, but I'm definitely ready to take it to the next level, and I want to get there faster um, as opposed to organically. So what are the things you think I should do? Well, I mean, you've got an amazing following. I was checking you out on social media. Um, I think that the biggest thing that you can do, which I'm, I'm assuming you already do, is you, you build your list, obviously, um, of individuals. And here's the thing I think that um, when people come to me, they always say, you know, Vince, you focus on lead generation and traffic. Um, and, you know, how do I get people on the outside to, like, connect with me? And I always tell them it's it's almost smarter to create a situation to where the people on the inside are sharing the amazing things that you do. So, for example, by you just training and teaching the things that you do, if you can somehow create a community, whether that's a fan page or a group, and you start posting that information there, you'll be surprised at how the, the people that you're already connected to, you know, especially with social media, just by like, sharing, and commenting on it, will actually um, attract more people to you without you having to actually do very much on the outside. So focus on what I call your hub or your bubble and just continue to focus on, on giving them value, but give them the value in a place where you can um, acquire and attract more people. So essentially, you know, put that content out in a group or a fan page and allow you know, it to naturally just build on itself. And uh, I think that's a really a good start for someone like yourself who already understands you know, how to use technology, really focus on the people that know, like, and trust you. Awesome. Thank you very much, Vince. I really appreciate it. No problem. Well, I really enjoyed this. This was an amazing interview. I can't wait to connect with you more. Um, is there any place where people can, can, can find you, a website, on, on social media? I'm everywhere. <laughs> My website, KathleenDegelman.com, and I'm also really easy to find on Facebook. Awesome. We'll be sure to link to um, you know your, your fan page or your social media sites, and that way people can easily connect with you. So that completes another amazing interview. Thanks again, and I uh, can't wait to uh, connect with you more. Thank you so much, Vince. I really appreciate it. All right. Want to listen to additional interviews of six- and seven-figure earners sharing their stories? Visit NetworkMarketingNation.com. 